out. This is the Vergecast. That good? Yeah. Is that how it should start? Yeah. I think it should start like that every time. Uh, I was watching a George Clooney movie last night. You know the one where he's like in the airports all the time? What's that movie up, called? Up in the air. Up in the air. And uh, I literally... He does that like, hello. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did this off. thing where... Because he has perfect hair. He does have perfect hair. Just like... I mean, it's like, it's a work of art. And I was like, man, he's got perfect hair. And then my wife was like, he's, everything is perfect. And then she was like, including his voice. And then I spent the rest of the movie repeating everything he said exactly the way he said it. And everything, he talks so slow. He Just like, listen, sometimes listen to George Clooney talk. He's just like. Super slow. No, I don't want to go there. And you're like captivated by his hair and his. Anyway, hi. This I is a Vergecast. I am Batman. Uh, where the the level of audio in our headphones is incredibly loud. Just a note for whoever. We there also you go. no way. We also don't have the monitor that lets us see how we look. So I might be like out of frame completely if you're watching the live video. But yeah. this is mostly a podcast, so it's, it's okay. Fine. It's good. Just pretend. Just know in your heart the Dieter looks sad. Yeah. Oh uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me? Uh, hi, this is Vergecast where we talk about technology news uh, and culture news and science news, which is very exciting. I'm Neli. I'm Dieter. I'm Liz. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did I surprise you? Uh, Liz Lopato is here. She's our new science editor at The Verge, uh, at MS Lopato on Twitter, which is uh, – I keep saying this. It's, here's, here's a fact. Here are two facts. One, it is extremely true that we hired Liz because she's extraordinarily qualified and a talented writer and a great editor – but it is also equally true that I read her Twitter feed once and said, we have to hire this person. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are, are definitely related. But Liz is here. She's visiting New York. Usually she lives in Oakland, but she's visiting New York for the week. It's been delightful to have her here. And we wanted her on the Vergecast to meet everybody. Hey, guys. Yeah. It's been, so it's been a fun week. Uh, yeah. Things have happened. Fun? Fun. I've had fun this week. Okay. Fair. I mean, you know, there's the usual, like, oh, crap. Everything's falling apart. But then there's right. the, oh, good. I've started drinking and things Things are automatically looking up. Things have resolved themselves. And you you go home and and just sit there annoying your wife by repeating everything George Clooney says for 30 minutes. I mean, he talks so slow. I I mean, just watch a George Clooney movie. He's like, I am bad. Is this like a power thing? Is this like I could get people to pay more attention to me if I just stop talking quite so quickly? So here's the thing. I talk to our sales guys upstairs. Uh This is true. And so sales guys are always like thinking about uh, like how to close deals. Of course. ABC. Always be closing. They're always and and they always be closing. Uh, I apologize for that joke. Um, And so they like have this like litany of like moves, like meeting moves. And they talk about this one that Jim Bankoff, our CEO, does. He just starts talking quietly and everyone has to lean in. Wow. <laughs> and like, so that's good. But so Bankoff is like a CEO. Like he's got it down. He's like, he's in it. He, right? he, can, he can pull that move. He can put, he's, yeah. he's got I, it. I can't pull it's that in the move. Art. No, I, I would just start giggling. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I'm whispering at you. But the sales guys that keep trying it and apparently some of them keep trying it and keep sucking at it, which is the best. Uh, and I'm dying. I, I don't know. I think I, I personally want our reporters uh, to, to like, Go learn like Yell. some of the like meeting power moves from the sales guys. I'll figure it out one of these days. Well, I mean, we could just watch the Kardashians. I feel like the Kim K moves are probably very similar to like the power moves that you do in sales. Her move is just being super beautiful and captivating. I mean, really? fair. I mean, that's like if I was going to meet, I'd be like, whatever you want. What, what is it that you want? I love you. <laughs> I love everything that you do. You're a true American icon. You're royalty. You also married Kanye West. Can I meet him? <laughs> Will he be my friend? <laughs> 
That would be the best. Speaking anyway. of George Clooney, apparently he gave <laughs> Does, up burner phones. Oh, yeah. He got married wedding. To, a, yeah. to a very famous lawyer, a very powerful no lawyer. Yeah. Um, um, anyway. Human rights lawyer. Huh? A human rights a lawyer. A human rights lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gave away to avoid leaks. He made everybody have burner phones, which makes no sense. So I think what would you use that phone for? The idea is you take the pictures, you can send them around, you can do whatever you want with those things, but they know that they're not backed up to iCloud. Huh. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Very short-sighted. Well, because you would presumably want the phones to not leak to the world, right? Yeah. Sorry, the, I'm, the, the I'm posing there. for Snapchat right now. Oh, God. That's no, over. Sam, um, Sam Schaffer is uh, what I would call a Snapchat hype beast. Uh, that's a phrase I would use that I think you would enjoy. Uh, and he's just all over it. Okay, we should talk about some news that happens. We've got we've got Liz that's is yeah. here yeah. to talk about the most depressing things ever. Yeah, I mean that's kind of my beat. Like that's like <laughs> where I live is you know <laughs> terrible things happen to people and I write about it. Um, yeah. But I mean obviously the thing that people have been really concerned about lately has been Ebola, right? Because uh, we had our first case diagnosed in the U.S. And I want to be super clear. Um, Having a case diagnosed here is not quite the same as having transmission here, and especially not the same as having sustained transmission. Um, And I know that's a little jargony. Um, Basically, uh, this guy uh, came from Liberia and uh, got into Texas visiting family and suddenly started showing symptoms. So, um, you know, so he got diagnosed here, but Mm -hmm. he clearly caught it somewhere else. Um, and now all of his family is being monitored. Everybody he's come in contact with is being monitored. All of their secondary contacts are being monitored. So that would be, if, if somebody else gets sick, that would be transmission. Um, and the average number of people an Ebola person, a person infected with Ebola infects, infects is two. Yeah. Okay. So it's not nearly as contagious as things like measles, mumps, pertussis, all sorts so of things. So why stuff. does Ebola have this reputation? Because I think of Ebola and I literally think of like zombies like running down the street, like blood spurting out of every part of their body. Well, it's super horrific, like the way that people die. You right. know, you start sweating and you have this big fever and then you, you know, have diarrhea and like it's just like this total hemorrhage thing. Mm-hmm. And like it's a completely horrific death. Don't get me wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. And most people who are infected do die. Yeah. Um, but it's really hard to transmit. I mean, like I... Um, I hear people worrying and it's like, well, this is, this is an airborne infection. Yeah. Like, unless you're like deep throating somebody who is in currently like, you know, <laughs> currently <laughs> infectious, like yeah. it's not a thing. Like, yeah. No, I'm just, yeah. That's I mean, super hard. Okay. So, it, guys. <laughs> so what's wrong with the, what's, tell me, tell me. About I think what I made been, Dieter blush. Yeah, you did a little bit. <laughs> tell me what's horrible. Okay. Whatever. I'm done. Just, no, go ahead. No, it's fine. I'm done. Uh, Look, there's like clearly the one way to transmit a bullet. <laughs> I no, presume to, there are others. Yeah, you have to be in contact with an infected person's bodily fluid, and uh, the person yeah. has to be symptomatic um, because when they're asymptomatic, they don't have enough viral load to mm-hmm. uh, infect anybody else. Mm-hmm. So all of the people on that plane with him before he got sick are probably fine. Right. Um, you know, and but anybody who met him after he started to have the fever and the symptoms mm-hmm. and may have come in contact with like um, – towels that he had been sweating yeah. on that kind of thing that is potentially a risk right so you were telling me uh that the, like the treatment for Ebola is basically like a lot of fluid and time yeah and prayer i and mean prayer. Yeah, yeah like um yeah it's like any uh disease where you hemorrhage you basically are losing all of the water from your body which is very right. destructive um your body needs a lot of water or like 70 yeah. percent water or something mm-hmm. um and so what you do is you want to rehydrate these patients as best you can uh but that's it. Like that's all. That's all we can do. Right. That's uh-uh. nuts. Yeah. 
I mean, that's nuts. So why is this outbreak so much more worse than the previous ones? I saw a chart. I think it was on Vox.com where it's like it just spiked out of control. It's actually really sad. So there aren't a lot of uh, public health um, infrastructure, Mm -hmm. not a lot of hospitals, not a lot of ambulances uh, in a lot of these countries. And then on top of that, um, you also have the problem of, you know, there aren't enough protective, um, like protective gloves, protective grounds, that kind of thing. Uh, I think in Liberia, I think it was Liberia, there was also a a nurse's strike going on. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. This this first hit, uh, in part because nobody had been paid in a really long time, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know the the WHO response was really late, yeah. um, really really late. And just to put you know the WHO in perspective, their their budget is smaller than our CDCs, and they only control about twenty five percent of it. Uh, that's the member dues. Wait, right. What happens to the other seventy five percent of it? Um, they're donations that are earmarked for specific diseases by the member countries. So like okay. you know. You get a couple million here, a couple million there for AIDS. You get a couple million here, a couple million there for malaria. And they can't decide how best to spend that money because that has already been decided by their donors. Okay. So they are, they're, they're operating with a really small budget yeah. by comparison. And it's the whole world that they have to take care of. That's bonkers. Yeah. Uh, so I've read – there's a few things about this that I think are interesting. I've read a bunch of stuff that's like this is – because we're more globalized, it's inevitably coming to the United States. Which strikes me as crazy. But in a then weird it way. did happen with the one patient. Right. Um, but it, I of. mean, it is endeavor. Well, endeavor. I mean, like Business Week ran a cover that was like Ebola is oh, coming. And it was like, in in, it was in blood, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, see. Um, I just, I think that's, that's needlessly panic inducing. Uh, I think a lot of people are afraid of something that they don't have to be afraid of if they're living in a place with a public health system. I right. mean, we know how to treat infectious diseases. This isn't the first uh, hemorrhagic fever we've had here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marburg fever, which is really similar. We had a patient who came in and was sick in 2007 and didn't spread it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there have been three other cases as well. So this is the first Ebola case, but not the first case from that family of diseases. And we've done a pretty good job containing it. I mean, we have isolation facilities. We have public health. We have people following up with all of the contacts. Um, So that's the big difference. I mean, like we have the infrastructure. We have the gloves. We have hand washing. We have all of these (laughs) things, you know. Right. Do we have a facility? What's that Michael Crichton uh, outbreak? No, uh, no. Outbreak is with the monkey and they got to find the monkey. Yeah. No, it's not Hot Zone. You can't just make up Michael Crichton book. TC is here. He's going to talk about Windows soon. It's the one where they go deep Andromeda strain. Oh, yeah. Do we have one of those? Do you I, know what I'm talking I about? I have no idea. Uh, so there's this terrible, like, it's, imagine, imagine E.T., but instead of tubes to keep the alien isolated. It's No, no. It's an underground facility okay. uh, that's like meteorite hits a small town, and everyone basically starts melting. Yeah. Right. It's Michael Crichton. As one there's, does. Well, it's a, a virus from Andromeda. Yeah. Hence... It's the Andromeda drama strain. strain. Uh, except for, way, except for an old man and a baby. This is true. Uh, and they take the old man and the baby and they put them in an underground facility with like a carefully constructed team of like a computer researcher and a couple of biologists and a doctor and a psychologist who studies how team – it's Michael Crichton, right? Uh, and they're all in the 70s like monkeying with computers and like going through tubes trying to figure out why the old man and the baby stayed alive, which I will not reveal here. Rent the Andromeda strain, or actually, I think you'd purchase a. Book. Are we a, are we a spoiler free podcast? That's... No, just it's it's from 1970. It's 40 years old. Uh, yeah, I don't think you Do can it. spoil. I don't think you can spoil this for anybody. Look, they discover that the old man drank a lot of like. <laughs> TC's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> 
the old man was an alcoholic and drank a lot of sterno, and the baby cried a lot. And so they both somehow put their bodies out of the pH, the narrow pH range in which the virus was operating. <laughs> Sorry, this is the fucking reveal of the book. Like it's true. It's a, that's the book. That's like at the end of the book. He's like, I got it. The old man is drinking Sterno. I, I don't remember what happened. I, I'm pretty sure they prescribed that all of America drink a bunch of Sterno. But, like, <laughs> but anyway, the, the conceit of this this book in movie is that there's some place in America where scientists can go in a, in a hole and like study viruses in a safe place. So we have biocontainment facilities. So so this is like back to reality. (laughs) In reality, they're not really in holes so much as they're in hospitals. Yeah. Um, And there are various different levels. Um, It's one through four, with four being the highest, and Ebola is usually ranked as four. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, that's that's how we do things like study everything from, you know, measles to the more serious stuff like uh, HIV to Mm -hmm. the really more serious stuff like Ebola, uh, any kind of smallpox, um, that sort of thing. Uh, and there are, you know, procedures and that's, that's the difference between the levels and it gets sort of arcane after that, but basically has to do with how much you have to clean yourself off and how much you have to like wear a gown yeah. uh, and that kind of thing. And you know, you go through like you (laughs) go through, well, it's it's like a hospital gown. Like they, you know, it would just be amazing. Not not a hazmat suit. At the highest level? At the highest level, it's a hazmat suit, okay. but in other ones, it's just like a clean, like clean. Right. So the other thing with Ebola is we were, we were talking about this yesterday a little bit. Um, I think you and Ariel were talking about sort of the most, which is um, there's like a weird xenophobic first American death from Ebola, oh, and now it's important, right? Yeah. Like, how is that still like? Is that actually a thing, or is that just we're perceiving like how to make it important for an American audience? I, it's hard to tell. Yeah. I mean, there. I was on the CDC call um, when they announced this first case, and the first time somebody asked if it was an American citizen, I was like, okay. Yeah. Like by the fourth time, it felt weird. You know, yeah. like is it really that important? Like that yeah. important that we find out whether this is a citizen or somebody who's visiting or somebody who like you know um, is a resident alien? Like does it like does it matter yeah. his status? Like, he's here, he's sick. Yeah. And he's presumably being contained. Yeah, he is. Right. He's in an isolation. So is there more concern here? I mean, this is like really, it's of, there are many science stories happening, and you've done a bunch so far, but this is like the story of our time right now. This is is the big one, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I, you know, it's not the only public health emergency. I mean, like, there's uh, another much more slow-moving one coming, um, and that's climate change. Yeah. Um, which is really good for certain diseases like dengue and malaria um, <clears throat> and chikungunya. Well, you know, uh, Bill Gates is going to kill malaria with lasers. <laughs> with lasers? <laughs> That's his thing. That's him and, and – uh, uh, oh, God. Who's the patent troll? Nathan Mervold. Right. They've that's what intellectual ventures theoretically intellectual ventures is a patent troll. Yeah. So they can spend their money on developing lasers that kill mosquitoes. This is a fact. Like, if you if you read any piece on intellectual ventures, it's true. You know, I'm, you know, I'm right. They all open with like Nathan Mervold is shooting a mosquito with a laser, and it's like, yeah, but he's also like ruining all. what 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 chicken 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 gunya gunya. Dave Peters are just moving on. Don't you, what what is that? I, should I be should I panic about that? No, uh, not yet. Okay, um, but what, it, what should I panic about? That's what I really want to know. <laughs> 
What should you panic about? What can I freak out about and be mad at my evening news for not helping me freak out about? Um, well, I mean, there are a lot of low-level things that kill a whole bunch of people. Um, and so, We're like, getting I think... tweeted out about car crashes right now. Right, right. Oh, well, that would be a thing. I was thinking more <laughs> along the lines of vaccines. Uh, I would. I am a little panicky about uh, people who don't get their kids vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I am very panicky about the antibiotic situation, which is yeah. not good. Um, and those are those are real. So there's issues. a big there's a big Obama antibiotic plan that was like super criticized, right? Yeah. Well, so um, basically, the antibiotic plan was addressing doctors and hospitals, but eighty percent of um, antibiotic biotic consumers are actually animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of these uh, antibiotic resistant um, germs are coming from farms. Yeah. And the plan didn't really address that. Um, we've stopped using uh, antibiotics in feed for growth purposes, which was a routine thing, mm-hmm. um, because antibiotics do make animals grow larger. Um, but there are also, you know, uh, routine uses like preventive uses when you have a bunch of chickens packed very closely together because if one of them gets sick, they all get sick. And so they do preventive antibiotic treatment, which is not great um, because the chickens, you know, if they're not sick already um, – then you're basically just exposing the antibiotics to yeah. everything in the environment. And um, things that small are really good at swapping genes, like especially, like, yeah, recombination. What? So if you have an antibiotic-resistant gene in, your, in something, bacteria in your gut, it can potentially swap into something else. Yeah. Wait, why things that small? Um, that's, this is like a thing I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I'm not totally sure why, why it works on that scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those things where, uh, you know, they swap a lot of uh, bacteria swap genes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's antibiotic it's resistant genes are among. in your stomach. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a, how um, swine flu became swine flu. Like it yeah. was a bird flu that recombined in a pig's stomach. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it became very infectious for people. That's terrible. That makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have any happy science news? Yeah. Oh man. You know, it's really interesting about when we when I talk to you about science. It's like uh, there's a part of me that's like still eight years old, and it's like happy science <laughs> news. It's like robots are coming, <laughs> right? But that's fundamentally like tech news. Like there's a there's an incredible overlap here between yeah. what we're doing and what's happening in science, and then like how we perceive what science will like bring us and right now what you're bringing us is incredibly infectious diseases that's right um (laughs) that's right that's part of it um you know i don't know if this is uh good news but it's certainly interesting news um the u.s is holding on to nukes uh to defend earth against rogue asteroids right i don't know if you guys saw that did i oh we just got an answer but is there like an actual plan to we, but, all right. We, hold on. Let me check some Twitter credentials. Oh, here we oh, go. Does Twitter have some things to say about what's good news? Yes. A chemistry master's of science person, Shen Yi, says, Bacteria can swap genes easily because despite only working swaps survive, they replicate so fast it doesn't matter. There we go. See? that's We're followed by brilliant people. That's yeah. really lucky. Also one complete jerk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I saw that. <laughs> Blocked. <laughs> yeah, see, that's your move. Uh, if you guys don't know this, Liz is the master of the Twitter block. So it's amazing to watch. She calls him out out loud as she works, which is the best. Uh, but she's like got a bu- – you, you have a script at this point, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, if you have something to say about my appearance, I'm blocking you. Uh, I think you look nice today. 
<laughs> blocked and reported yeah. as spam. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I tried so hard to. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, cutie. And it's like, you know, I didn't come to the Internet to, like, be harassed like I am at a bar. Like, that's not what I want. And you're not you, – I don't have to listen to you. Goodbye. Yeah. I'm telling you, one of the best Twitter feeds of all time. Thank it's you. The best. That's really also, nice. Also, you hear. yell at your computer a lot. I do. Yeah. yeah. I, I... Wait. No, to be fair, Dieter today literally looked at his computer <laughs> and just said the word like really demandingly. <laughs> where? It's <laughs> true. It was like very like I was, everyone was like, "What? Where? Who? What?" And he's like, "No, I'm just I'm just talking my screens." Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's just, it, I mean, it, this is truly a strange place to work. That's yeah, what I no, say. I do. I totally talk to my computer. Yeah. Uh, I really am not looking forward to the day that there's like voice recognition because I'm going to be yelling at my computer and the, you know, blowing off steam. But isn't my... that the dream where like, you can like scream at the, like the machine and the machine just has to take it? No. Well, does the machine have feelings? Don't you feel bad for the machine? <laughs> I, I don't. I, yeah. I just don't. I mean, like, maybe one day I will. But, like, this thing. Here's the thing. Once you, like, have had enough computers in your life, uh-huh. they stop having a character. Oh, uh, so it's like children. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, it's like having children yeah. in the 1800s. Yeah. Right? Where you're just like, you're just like uh, whatever. another one. Yeah. I hope you go plow the fields. Yeah. Until you be taken with some terrible illness. That's yeah. right. Until you, until you die of infectious disease. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, this, these children today. <laughs> I wish they were hardier. <laughs> No, it's once you've had enough computers, it's like they just stop being like my when I was smaller, my computer was like very important to me. It's special. It like, yeah, yeah. It was like a reflection of my identity. Now it's like the thing I leave at work and I go home and like don't think about it. Yeah. Except for the fact that I'm like, oh, I'm trying to work on my phone and this is terrible. Wish I brought my laptop home. And then that feeling passes in minutes. This is you leave your laptop at work too. Uh I bounce. Sometimes I I mean yeah. I've got another laptop at home. Right. So I just use that one. I have an iMac at home. Here's my problem with the iMac at home. Uh, I recently changed all my passwords, and the iMac at home is not logged into my email because it wants the two-factor password, mm-hmm. and I leave my phone in the other room, and I'm like, oh, don't don't care. <laughs> it's not going to do this. <laughs> and so my iMac is like a little bit useless because it's not logged into a bunch of stuff. Because your phone's five feet away from it. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, is this uh, like I've your... got to leave another room. I've got to leave the room. Uh, I guess I'm not going to do that. And then you leave the room anyway. Yeah, and then I get, get completely distracted. And, or, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Vodka. Vodka. No, Vodka. No, this is nothing. This is a glass of water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nothing at all. <laughs> when I first started podcasting, our producer Trent used to tell me that I had to stop. I had to switch to beer because he could he- always hear the ice in the glass. But screw you, Trent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Liz, what's up? We, we we only have a few more minutes with you. What, what else is going on? Tell me what you're going to do with Verge Science. What's the dream? Um, to build an empire and conquer the world. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. I'm well, into that. Ooh, that was loud. Uh, no, seriously. Like, what's beyond that? What's the plan? For Verge Science, what do you want? What do you want? How do you want to engage with readers? What do you want to tell them? What do you want them to tell you? Um, well, you know, I really want to uh, write stuff that's and, and edit stuff that's very, very voicey, um, you know, and that is aimed at a general reader who is enthusiastic about science, but maybe mm-hmm. not necessarily knowledgeable. And I want to do it in an interesting way. And I often feel like, as important as study sto- stories are, uh, they often don't really get at the depth of what's going on because mm-hmm. each individual study sort of piles up into a thing that you can then write about. Right. Um, but each individual study can be very confusing because sometimes you get uh, contradictory results depending on what you know population you're using. Right. Like you, the vitamin studies are case in point, really, where like it's like one week, you know, vitamin E is great for you, and the next week it's like, oops, if you're a smoker, that increases your cancer risk. Mm-hmm. 
So this um, is like cell phones give you cancer. Yeah. So we used to run a series with the headline "Cell phones will will not give you cancer." <laughs> and the, so the literal awesome. headline was "Will slash will not." Yep. Yeah. Um, but so you know, I want to be able to step back and give a little bit more perspective because I think that one of the reasons people get frustrated with science and science journalism is because each individual study is being reported rather than sort of this larger, broader context. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why replication is so important in science. You know, if somebody else in a different lab does the same thing you did and gets the same result, you have a good result. Um, so, yeah, I want to I wanna go a little bit deeper uh, and be a little bit more thorough. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, just bring you some kick-ass stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's so much going on. And it, I always say the thing about the Verge audience at school is they're, like, engaged, right? Like, yeah. They will talk to you. Um, and it's cool to have sort of – Figure out what we're going to build Verge Science into is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, because everything we do thus far is like already explosively popular. The Verge. That's it. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Awesome. It was great having you here. Yeah. We'll have pleasure. you back. We'll be on the show again. Uh, and now we're going to execute a very seamless switch. Yeah. There's going to there gonna be no pause whatsoever. No, we're just going to keep talking. It's, just it's, me. Yeah. So while this is happening, here's, uh-huh. a, here's the thing I will say. Oh, here we go. Yeah, what uh, TC say? is fired is yeah. what I'm going to say. <laughs> You're I never going to fire TC. No, it's, I can't. He's like a barnacle. <laughs> he's like he's like you know old ships that have barnacles, and the barnacles are actually holding the ship together. Ship. Uh, what are these? Look at this. Look at this laptop. He's got a. He's got a. Did you turn your laptop into a troll, TC? He's got duct tape on the back. He says TC has duct tape on his laptop. Surface Pro Four. Well, you have to you have to read it. It says Surface Pro Four. It says running real Windows Ten. What's the other one? Intel Windside. Intel Inside. No, but it, it, but a, it does have Intel Inside. It says it says Windside. Oh, because it's a wind. Well, here's the thing you need to know about TC. We yeah. had a, a story meeting today uh, in TC. At the end of the meeting, it was you know TC was telling about all the stories he's working mm-hmm. on, and then he looked very seriously at the room and he said, "It's time for our Windows coverage to get better. <laughs> it's time for us to start, you know, really having people like really use Windows." Yeah. Uh, and so okay. Here's your moment, man. You got let's the stage. Let's talk let's, about let's, it. Let's hear, let's hear some some sweet Windows stories. Tell, no tell us about Windows uh, 10. <laughs> tell us about Windows 7.5. Do we want <laughs> Do we want to back up and say what happened this week? Yeah, yes. do do the whole thing. This is your show, man. Okay. Um, so Microsoft basically said, "Hey, we're not doing Windows 9. <laughs> oh. We're doing Windows 10." Sorry. First, they said they're doing Windows 1, which was a troll. A huge troll. Huge troll. Did anybody go up with a headline? Oh, oh we, my God, it's we did. One. We got burned did we really? on Twitter. Great. I think we did, didn't we? Yeah, we, we got, got tweet. burned. We got burned everywhere. Like, the industry got burned, right? Like, yeah. they were, I mean, a lot of very good Microsoft reporters, one of whom works here at The Verge, <laughs> were convinced it was going to be Windows 9. Yeah, that uh, was the title of our live blog. The it was Windows the URLs. 9 events. Like, Microsoft like just executed, like, the ultimate SEO troll on the industry. <laughs> Right, like finally they're getting that sweet Google traffic they've always wanted because they were the only publication in the world or the only site that had Windows 10 in their URLs. Anyway, so this happened. Anyway, yeah. So they, they showed off like a very small portion of win- of the new Windows that's coming out. It's a, And they released a technical preview, which is basically for Uber nerds who it's, – it's, like it's, like it's like Windows 7 with a different start menu. Exactly, okay. yeah. It no, is I, like, used it, I used it for a few hours last night, and it is pretty much that. Because I've been using Windows 7 since the beta. Right. Mm. Like, I don't you, know how many years you, that you, is you, like, but you, Just to set the stage, like TC is a, a PC guy. He, you built a PC. 
uh, have a PC. I've been using Windows since 1992. Right. 3.1. When you were four years old. Yeah. I was older than four. <laughs> Not much older, but older. <laughs> so, uh, no, I think, yeah, you don't, we're, we're the same. Because I, I was three, I wasn't three, I was three one. Yeah. yeah. And I remember, like, being really familiar with MS-DOS, like, that yeah. early on. Um, right. I remember. So I've been what using was your, What was your high mem con- configuration? Oh my god! I had a <laughs> PC with a turbo button. I'm just putting that there. It was like a fact. Yeah, it's a fact I did. My, my first computer was like a $350 HP from Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. That I mm. bought to but, play Counter Strike at LAN parties. Right. Did it have was, a turbo button? It was terrible. No, I've never understood what the turbo button is for. I like push going one faster, bro. It's like NOS. <laughs> it's like NOS. It's truly the legacy of Paul Walker. Now, anyway, I've been using Windows forever. Like, okay. I'm super familiar with it. Uh, I used to be really into building PCs. Every time a new graphics card would come out, right? I would look at every spec. I would, you know, every month or so when I got bored at work, I would build a few computers in the Newegg yeah. shopping cart that I would never buy. Um, so I've, I'm really familiar with Windows, um, at least from a... I've used it for more than two decades. Yeah, kind of perspective. And you are not you are not terribly impressed with Windows Ten. What you're seeing? Well, no. oh, let's before we you want like, to do the event before we, we pass the judgment event. on the, t- the ten itself. We got to do the event. We got to talk about the okay. Day. Here's the thing for I, a bit more. The because, event, so there's a lot of I can do some backstory uh, in the event. I got uh, you. You want to okay. do it? You can do it. No, no. We are, we we talked about uh, the, the the way they this insane thing where they kept the event super small. Like they yeah. want, they they wanted to believe that they could just talk to business and enterprise customers, and nobody else would notice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll say this. Uh, w- you know, we asked Microsoft, like, let us send more people, right? Let mm-hmm. us do a full lot. Let's blow this out, and they said no. Flatly, they were like, Tom Warren will come, uh, which is fine. That's a thing you do, mm-hmm. but you can't launch a thing called Windows 10 and not expect everyone to pay attention to you. And that's like they just—I don't think they assumed that would happen. Right. They didn't assume that they would have so much attention for a new, a whole new product. And I think they thought that they are going to build Windows in a new way, which is admirable. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, here's the foundation of what we're doing. We're going to let our biggest customers into the process. We're going to build it in, it, like, moments. I get what they're doing. Yeah. They they're just, putting out new releases every two weeks or something ridiculous. Yeah, they're going to build they're it really gonna, fast. Yep. They're going to show everybody everything they're doing. They're going to be like, do you like this? Like, no. Like... Microsoft has been burned on big ideas so many times. It sounds like they're going to just like, do you, yeah. this the, one? This is do you like this. We built this Designed one. by like committee this? with right. the biggest committee possible. Right. And that seems pretty messy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, so somebody's just saying, uh, somebody's asking, Windows 10 needs a gate scandal for better coverage. And it's like, no, Microsoft doesn't want us to cover. Like, straight up, we asked. They held that event basically across the street from our San Francisco office, and we're like, let's send all of our reporters to the event. And they were like, no. Well, whether or not that was a good – you know, the optics of that are good. Yeah. They were holding an event on their own terms and not the tech media's terms, which is give us an Apple presentation for your next product because what they're doing is actually the exact opposite of what Apple does. Right. Which is saying, okay, we're not going to release Windows until – Late 2015, which is a really long time from now. Why are you having an event at all? Well, no, I get what they're doing. I get what they're doing. Yeah, okay. they just didn't. They're, they're a not... different company. They they have they see their stakeholders differently uh, right. and how they develop their product. So I think, you know, I think um, at least what I you know having to sit through that event 
was really fun because I talk shit on Twitter all day. <laughs> and I love I love tech events. By the way, you guys know TC, but he has a different Twitter handle now. He's no longer laughing stoic. Yeah, why did you change your Twitter handle? I don't like it. Yeah. But you get to keep your followers, so, right? But yeah. what, what was the process of changing your Twitter handle? You just changed it? Yeah, you just go in and... Did you have... Ch- of okay. course, I spent like 10 hours trying to find one that hasn't been taken because Twitter's been around since 2007, so... Yeah. Yeah. How did you land on Chill Mage? Yeah. It was available. <laughs> you know, being around since 2007 doesn't matter. I couldn't get Verge on Ello. I tried to get Verge on Ello, and I was like a day late. We're not talking about Ello. No. No? You're not talking about Ello? No. No? It, come on. It's, it's a joke. joke. It's a joke. Let's talk about Windows it's 9. The, it's the app.net of, 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 of yeah. Facebook. That's what it is. It's like app.net was the app.net of Twitter, and Ello yeah. was the app.net of Facebook. And everything will fail. And you, Casey wrote a great thing about yeah, it. Yeah, she wrote a really great thing. Yeah, no, I read it. It's good. You should Look, advertising thing. runs the world, okay? That's true. It's happening to you right now in your brain, whether or not you want it to. So anyway, I, lo- I love Windows. It's true. Like Obey. Because okay. I've used it. I love I've used Advertising it my, Runs the World. Jesus, no. like, I love I Windows. I love Windows, <laughs> uh, and I think Windows should die. Yeah. Wow. I do. Uh, wait. I've been using it for. Sorry. Wait, we, gotta, I, we, we haven't I, done We got to do nine. What are we doing? Do it. No, nine. the event's fine. Whatever. There was an event. It was like, ha, here's a command line. Ha, ha, ha. Isn't it funny we're showing you a command line? No. <laughs> it's not that <laughs> well, funny. No, they were trying to. Here's what they were. All the stuff they were doing at the event was like, we have. Taking the time to finally improve these little parts of Windows that you've always complained about. We have a plan for our tablets that we're not going to really talk about, but like, here's some Windows 8 stuff that we grafted on. But really, this is like Windows 7 Plus. Right. right? And we're just really going to harp on the fact that Windows 7 users will find this familiar big businesses that have not yet upgraded to Windows 8. Right. Also, please be a part of our development process because we need you. Yeah. That that was the event. That's fine. And it was a stra- It was just a strange event. Like, just go watch that video. Like, ask yourself. Like, if my, it's great for Microsoft to do the iterative development, I think that's really cool. It's very different. But holding an event, calling it Windows Ten, it's disconnected from the. They want this thing to be small. Having an event and calling it Windows Ten made it big. Right. And that's really the. That's all the problem. Why ten? I like. I've only seen one answer. It's a bad, and Tom does not agree with that answer. I don't either. I just think it's a hilarious answer. Go ahead. So the answer uh, was this on CNET. The answer that I've seen that is hilarious is it's it's still a rumor. there's a bunch of apps. Yeah, it's a rumor. There's a bunch of uh, programs that back then they weren't called apps. They were called programs mm-hmm. that were designed to detect what version of Windows they were running on, and they needed to check to see if they were running Windows 95 and or Windows 98. And so the the common code was, if running Windows 9X, 9 star, then blah, 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 blah. So they couldn't call it Windows 9 because all those programs that were designed to detect whether or not they're running in Windows 95 or 98 would fail. Yeah, Tom really, by the way. It's it's a good joke. It's a good joke, but it's not real. Yeah, yeah, it's not real. And also Tom just – Tom had like a Twitter moment (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, he was stressed. He'd been working. Yeah. He was probably on a plane. He did – yeah, he covered a lot at that event. I will say that yeah. drunk Twitter on a plane has been where I've made <laughs> what I will, what I will just candidly call my my biggest mistakes. <laughs> like, just just my most resounding errors have all have all occurred. Like because Twitter works on a plane when it, nothing else will. Do you know this? No. So like like you know you're on the plane you're like go go you've got like bad Wi Fi and like basically nothing will work right yeah. like the like the web won't load and like your email will be crappy but Twitter comes through. And you're like, but what if, 
what if I just say this? And you're like, you're drinking, you're at high altitude, yeah, it's like pressured. You can't talk to the people next to you. TC nobody tell you it's a bad idea. Where the story is going is, TC, if you ever get on a plane, you in it's particular, <laughs> don't use your phone. Okay, but why 10? Why not 9? Because they Just tell me. Because their competition is at 10. I think, Come the, on. I think the better question is why Windows? Yeah. That name is such a quagmire. No, I, I've said for years that Windows is a bad brand name. But no, no, it is for their tablets. Like they always, should, we all, we, we're not going back to. They should call it. Should have called them well, Metro. No, here, this but. is the disconnect for for their enterprise customers. Windows is a great name. They bought into Windows. They're invested in Windows. This is like that's where they built their businesses. Mm-hmm. For consumers, Windows is a disaster. And I think uh, that is Microsoft's biggest problem. It they have been trying to serve two masters for the longest time. They have been trying to serve consumers with enterprise strategies. That's where you end up with like. You know, Microsoft Windows 95 Pro XP edition or whatever, right? Like they're doing these things that they assume consumers are experts, like they're enterprise IT customers. And then with eight, they tried to service their IT customers, enterprise customers with consumer features. And they were like, nope. And they just – how many times have we said they should have left Windows 7 alone, had Windows 8, and then split up Metro for tablets? Like we have said it a thousand times. And I'm looking at Windows 10, and what I see is that's basically what they're going to do. Depending on whether the keyboard is attached, right? But yeah. like that's what they're going to do, right? They're they're going to break out all of the Metro slash modern features into a tablet touch interface, and that's going to go over here, and probably won't touch the desktop too hard. And they're finally going to like make the desktop its own thing, including like refining the command prompt. That's a great strategy. If I think it's just, a terrible strategy. They're just doing it three years too late. <clears throat> I think. I think. Uh, Nobody actually really wants to do what they think people want to do, which is like what BlackBerry thinks people want to do, which is like have a phone or have a phone with a keyboard on it still. Yeah. They like all, keyboards. And- all BlackBerry wants to do right now is exist. Let's right. be like anything that, 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 that's that's their ambition. Oh, can we can we just take a quick BlackBerry pause? No, that's coming. No, at no, the no. End. I'm, I'm just saying. All like, right, all right. The desktop is fundamentally like a decent user experience. Mm-hmm. There are tons of apps that are going to be around forever that are not going to get modern UIs that governments are going to use, that old businesses are going to use. Like that needs to be around, when, but it just doesn't need to exist alongside why does it other need to be experiences. Around? Like um, why, why, do, why do we have to – Because I don't think uh, – No, but no, but – Certain, certain uh, tools that – We made this stuff. We made this shit for Windows <laughs> and – it wasn't like when we were making this shit for Windows for all these enterprise apps that they were like, we're like, oh man, we got to make sure we've got the stuff that runs on Vax. We're going to make sure Vax sticks around and stays the same forever because we made all this stuff for Vax or Unix or whatever the hell you want. Everybody made this shit for Windows in the 90s and early 2000s. They can make that shit again. Uh, and I they- know that it will cost money and whatever. And I personally think they should be building something on something like the web. It's more cross-platform so that they can not have to worry about what it runs on. But all I'm saying is there are, we are, there are a lot we're of problems. talking There's about a, a platform collective... that is worried about software that is approaching, what, 20? Decade, yeah. decade, 20 years old. Yeah, not, not 20, and, and but at least, at I, least 15. I think Microsoft – I don't think people give enough charity to the actual problem that Microsoft has to deal with, which is that what – certain organizations need and what certain governments need is not actually map to the consumer technology cycle of planned obsolescence. Right. Right. So, 
So you know why? What? So so it doesn't make sense. Make a new product that's so compelling that people want to use it, and let the shit that needs to be backwards compatible no, run the old stuff and charge them a maintenance fee after ten years to keep it. Keep that's that's, updates that's going. actually exactly what I'm saying. I think Windows should become just a desktop yeah. operating system, very minimalist. Basically, all it needs to do is run old shit that people aren't going to upgrade. Right. But I think I think nobody really wants a laptop that can transform and do all this weird shit. Oh, I do. Do you really? I, I do. I, everyone I've tried has do been really? pretty bad, but I, I really want it. You want a laptop that you can like uh, mm-hmm. have Excel on, and trans- then you want it to transform into a tablet that you do fun things on. I don't think. I don't think. I think maybe two really people. Sounds? I think maybe two people. By the way, I got that, that exactly right. It was good. No, yeah. right. um, no, I totally want. When that. When you want to do something on a tablet, you pull out your iPad Mini. I have or never once wanted to reach out and touch this screen on my laptop. Really, it has never occurred to yeah. me. Yeah, uh, I after using a Surface Pro three for a week, I, I was touching the screen all the time. Yeah, but because you, you can't you like this computer, like my laptop, is completely functional and designed to be used with like this gigantic, well functioning trackpad, uh-huh. right? The Surface Pro 3 is not functional unless you touch the screen. Right. Like, it, it just yeah, trains yeah, yeah. you to, like, right. move your hands around more. It doesn't train you to be even more productive. Well, like, you have, like it's really Windows well, 8. So. You, have to, like, you have to do all the screen size. Like, I have one at my house, too. I use it. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't inspire me to want to use it more. It's just like, ah, here's a computer that makes me use two input methods. What, it's what, like the, the watch. My, my, but, like, so it, the answer. I know. Yeah. Got it. The answer to do you want a fancy laptop is in my face. always yes, because the idea of it is amazing. No, that's that's, yes. a, that's a bullshit that people in the, the tech report, reportage. Let me finish. It's a lie. I haven't it's gotten a lie. to. Let me just say it's a lie. I know it's Windows a lie. That's what I'm trying to get to. Let me finish my sentence. It's, cool. it's, it's a cool, cool lie. That, it's an amazing cool that? lie. And we want to believe that someone's going to figure it out. No one's going to ever figure it out. Fundamentally, two different things, and like one day. uh, See, you say that, but like the 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 basic Asus transformer. Is there if if they just implemented that well, so that it had a decent trackpad, decent keyboard, you know, really nice screen, it folded up like a laptop. But if you just wanted to disconnect it, you'd have two pieces, and you'd be like, "Oh, I got two pieces. Oh, what's going on?" But it was actually like an iPad. You, it sucked because you'd have two pieces because whatever, but. That would be great. And then it would need to switch software modes. That's what Windows 8, or sorry, Windows 10 is doing. You plug it in, computer, you pull it out, I'm a tablet now. That, uh, what you just said, is not simple for most people. The idea of combining the thing that you do your work on and the thing that you pull out of your backpack because you want to play Angry Birds or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, also, I, those, I don't know that. No, that, and I, don't, I, and I, I don't just think, want to point out. They're like iPad sales have totally stalled. Yep. And that since I've had a gigantic phone, yeah. mm-hmm. I've barely used my iPad. Right. Right. So like building software for like and then they're gonna turn it into this tablet is like yeah. So what do you think about these twelve point nine inch iPad rumors? I think that's where they have to go with the iPad. Right. Like they like I it's in my iPhone six plus review. But like, you guys have just been making the case that the iPad is for consumer no, 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 no. stuff. What I'm yes, I think the the iPad like tablets in order to continue to be viable uh-huh. have to turn into more and more like consumer level laptop replacements. Right? Which is like right. what Chromebooks are. Yeah. That's why Chromebooks terrify me. Apparently Microsoft. they've got half of the education market they claim today. 
Oh, that's something. Yeah. Um, but like that's what Chromebooks are, right? Chromebooks are consumer grade laptop replacements. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then people have phones, right? And like that's the the universe of problems that those devices solve. Uh, but like a Windows work laptop that you like turn into an iPad, it's not solve that problem that same way, right? So like it makes sense to turn the iPad into more of like an enterprise focused device for like a bunch of enterprise applications, right? But not Excel. It makes sense to turn the iPad into like the only computer you need at your house, Grandma. Because it's more powerful now and can do a little, a few more things, mm-hmm. and the screen's even bigger. It does not make sense to be like, here's our weird ten-inch screen that can do everything, <laughs> because that's not. Because you don't believe in. That's a more complicated user experience than having discrete places for the things that you do. Right, but the idea is when you disconnect the keyboard, it turns into that discrete place. Right, but I. I just, yeah, not not even to mention I mean, like, that like no one's solved the battery problem yet, and who actually wants to have one device to do everything? No, I mean like I literally, literally I watch Becky like basically every night. Mm-hmm. Like Becky and I, we have like just one TV in our house, right? Yeah, like, we sit there and then we fight over it, and then I win because I didn't bring my laptop home. This is true. This is what well, pretty much why I don't bring my laptop home. And then I win. Like I watch whatever garbage I want to watch, and she watches The Good Wife on her iPad while doing her email on her laptop, and she wants that experience. She just wants a second screen to have the video playing on. Right, but she actually now chooses the iPad, like, all the time. Like, she, this is, like, and she has an iPad, too. She won't even let me, like, upgrade her to, like, a new one. She's what? Like, Screw it. <laughs> She's like, whatever, I just use this for Netflix. Like, she doesn't care. Uh, and, like, that right. is, like, a big deal for her. Like, she has her laptop and her iPad and her phone, and they're all doing different things. Right. And she's very comfortable with the roles all those things are playing. And I will say, like, I've had, like, the 6 Plus, and I use it more than ever. And I'm, like, the only time I bring up my iPad is when I want to, like, watch a video and, like, do some other crap. And, like, the idea that anyone doesn't want that segmentation, like, that makes I think very, very few people don't want it. And those are the people who get excited about the idea of coming up with this really weird rigged system to like play computer games on their television with their PC in another right. room. Like it's that crowd. Right. I think that, that's garbage. I just, people, if they can find, if they can buy one thing instead of two or three things, but those things always suck. They have always sucked, but isn't that a reason to want to see companies like Microsoft try to fix that and make it not suck. And I'm not saying windows 10 is the answer, but I am saying, Give them a chance, guys. Just let them try. I'm saying when you try No, they're, they, they have the idea. They just need to kill the desktop and stop being held hostage by a Metro. Small... They need to just call it Metro. <laughs> I mean, like they, they... I like Windows Modern more than Metro, which is what they call it now. That's terrible. No, you don't. It's not called Windows Modern anymore. Yeah, uh, it's called it's Windows, it's Windows Store. Windows, Windows Design, Store. Windows Modern Store apps. Design. God, what kind of That's not called Windows Store app. Now. Their design language is called uh, Modern. Microsoft design language actually i think that's what it's called it's store apps they, they always call them store apps told you it's definitely i'll bring up the apps. wikipedia page for you and OU. Yeah. what does that mean that means that like means. some like like it manager in kansas was like that's right, time to update the wikipedia page do you think microsoft like <laughs> metro design language they should have called it metro. that's deprecated here's what i know it about is deprecated. we're not bringing up they should call it metro anymore we have they, to put a ban on that on the verge cast no this is just a phrase all we ever say no. every single time we're like in oh, september 2012 microsoft design language was adopted as the official name for the design here's style. what yeah, i know about metro the that? phrase we should all use for decisions that should have been made but weren't made and now we regret is you should have paid the grocery store <laughs> 
<laughs> That's it. That's the legacy of Microsoft. That's the legacy of Windows 8. They should have paid the goddamn grocery store because they didn't, and now everything got confused, and they wouldn't split it off. Avocados were on sale. Avocados were on sale for the first time in, like, months, man. They were so expensive before. Uh, they were. There was uh, – avocados were very expensive all summer. It's true. It's a fact I know. <laughs> I look walk. Who doesn't? Whatever. Ooh, burn. Burn. Like, uh, off off, off, uh, off mic, Liz, uh, just let us know that Guacamole avocado. burned by Liz yeah. <laughs> Guacamole burns by Liz Lopato. New book coming yeah. out this fall. Listen, have fun when your state breaks off from the continental United States and Kurt Russell is the only one who will save you. Oh, yeah. That's no, that would be super fun. Would I don't it? know what you're talking about. Okay. Like, that's not an insult. That's more like a promise of good times Let's to just... be had. Like, soon you'll be floating away on a glorious island, and Kurt Russell will be Which there. Which is, in fact, a giant prison. <laughs> well, sounds, sounds great. As long I'm, as Kurt Russell is I'm there. just going to put great. this out there, and yeah. we just got to let it sit for just a second, just real quick. Yeah. Just, just let it sit after I put it out there. All right, I promise I'll let it sit. California is better than New York. That's where I was born, so I have to agree. Uh, one full second of sitting, you were supposed to leave it. I was agreeing with you. I was born there. <laughs> Here's what I know uh-huh. about both of these places. Uh-huh. This is, here are some facts. All right. Uh, California is super weird. <laughs> <laughs> here are some facts. <laughs> California is one of the weirdest places I've ever been. Uh, it makes no sense as a state. It should be like eight states. Oh, you're you're with that crowd? I'm absolutely. Like, that, Los that Angeles should just be like a state. Like, just, you just govern yourselves. Uh-huh. And then there's like... San Francisco should be like just exploded. Wow! <laughs> no, the like source that. of like everything that's sitting on this table and every piece of like yeah. no, this is from this use. is from Washington State, designed yeah. in, by Apple in and California. <laughs> yeah, no, San Francisco is really nice. I, I just I feel competitive with San Francisco because we're in New York because you you're, you know they're better. San Francisco is like Milwaukee with rich people. I actually didn't say <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> like that's what? what San Francisco is. San Francisco is like a tiny city that like thinks it's really arty, uh, and it is. It's very confused about like like how big of a city it is, mm-hmm. right? Like Milwaukee is like really confused about how big of a city it is, right? But it always knows yeah. that Chicago. You know, here's Chicago is there to be bigger. San Francisco, and better. good baseball team. That's fine. Unlike, I mean, if you like Milwaukee. baseball, that's true. The the most archaic of sports. Baseball is like an old time sport. <laughs> Soccer, I, yeah. I mean, they're they're both like, here, what sports can we make up using only the tools available? And it was like rocks and sticks, and they made up soccer and baseball. <laughs> I'm sorry. Where were we? Uh, I was making fun of San Francisco. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, uh, California is a weird place. New York is an even weirder place. Like, New York City should be a state, and the rest of New York would be happy. Right. Um, and then everyone should move to Chicago, which is the best city in New York. <laughs> It's fact. It's uh-huh. a fact I know. Sure it is. It's it's really nice. I was just there. I remembered a time when I lived in like a large apartment and had a car. Food was reasonably cheap. You have cheap. terrible ideas. Yeah. What, living in a nice home with a fancy automobile? No, cities becoming states. Eventually it's going to like go <laughs> get slippery slope. It's going to be go like, oh, fuck that co-op over there. I'm going to be my own state. Yeah. In this apartment building. That's right. It's time for the pendulum to swing back <laughs> from nations to city states. City states. I Think like about that. that. Yeah. What if, like, what if, like, you, you know, like Venice and Rome, like at the time, like, Texas, where Texas, no, Texas, the, Texas, the, the, the no. city. No, because there, <laughs> like there'd like, be the... by the way, the worst Sim City map of all time <laughs> is Texas, the city. 
Pretty good national parks. Oh, but like imagine imagine if Austin were an independent city state in the middle of Texas and had to it like is. fight off. But like, like I mean, literally, and it's doing that. And they had to build walls and like fight off invaders. <laughs> I think they do that. Oh, okay, they lost that already That's to the true. brands. The brands. The brands. Uh, you know, I was saying to uh, Lockhart Seal, our editorial director today, I cannot see or hear the word brands without envisioning a hashtag in front of it. Yeah. Like, that's just where we've I come. can't see it without hearing Casey's voice. Brands. Brands. <laughs> uh, you know that? So nobody knows the story. So uh, Nathan Ingram, who works in San Francisco with Casey Newton, uh, recorded- Superior State. I mean, whatever. Huh? Look, our office has uh, seltzer in it. Um, uh, recorded Casey saying the word brands. Over and, and over. Like remixed it into a series of, of sounds, basically. And today, uh, screenshotted his SoundCloud account going over data because people keep playing the brand. Sound. <laughs> 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 I don't know what that is or what it means about America or society or the internet. I just know that Casey's saying brands like echoes through my head. <laughs> brands. Brands. It's pretty good. All right, so let's talk about the one thing that's the most important. We've got seven minutes left. On this seven podcast. minutes left. So Windows about... 7 coincidence? Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes, Gamergate. <laughs> what? I just like doing conspiracy theories. All right, here's, here's, here are some facts. Dieter and I have made a bet. Yeah. It's a very important bet. If this is Vikings-Packers bullshit. It's Vikings-Packers bullshit. You can, you can leave. leave. Yeah, you can get out of here. Here's what I know. Yep. Tonight, the Packers play the Vikings. And they're going to be embarrassed. You have just – it's going to be fine, Dieter. I mean, I, I know that you have to put on this show, but it's – I know the truth. Uh, but we've made a bet. So Dieter is from Minnesota. He's a Vikings fan. Yep. I am from Wisconsin. I'm a Packers fan. Yep. And uh, the, 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 the loser – it's funny that you don't actually win anything in this bet. You can only, Yeah, what do you, you win? You really can only lose. Uh, the loser of the bet – no, you win. The winner gets to watch the loser ruin our company by being not productive. Uh, the oh, loser of the bet has to use a BlackBerry Passport for two weeks. As, uh, I thought it was a month. I don't. I, I'm actually worried that we will destroy the verge if, <laughs> if we're that unproductive for that length of time. Like I'm really worried. Like both of us have jobs to do. Right. Uh, but the uh, and not, not just use, but use as your primary phone. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm definitely going to have a backup after three days. No. Right. I mean, I will have a backup that I will like only have to check text messages every few hours because yeah. I switched to Verizon and you can't put a SIM in the thing. In the I work with the most pompous trolls yeah, on the planet. I'm just saying. When I was in San Francisco for GDC like a year, it was, it was 20. Wait, wait. Hold, hold on. Wait. Pot kettle. Yeah. It's like pompous fair. trolls. Listen, listen. TC, when I was in San Francisco, I want to point this out. TC spent the last week trolling people by playing videos <laughs> on our telepresence robot. <laughs> that's that not happened. pompous. That's effective. <laughs> anyway, but the telepresence robot scarily quiet, super yeah. duper like, quiet. Like just rolls I've up gotten, behind you, and then like the girl from the ring is just like playing in your face. Yeah, I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. I'm good at it. <laughs> yeah. I should be a drone operator. We have not done a good job of using the telepresence robot for work. Here's the problem: is we have a, 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 a review unit from Double Robotics. And it relies – it's basically an iPad on a Segway. Right? Mm-hmm. That's, I'm going to mute your computer. Do it. Okay. Uh, basically an iPad on a Segway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Will. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Uh, just it's just very quiet. It's yeah. just a very quiet robot. <laughs> so all it can really do is show you frightening images until Double sends us a speaker that makes it louder. Right. 
I'm just saying you're you're a troll. You're like a professional. You were going to go with a different word there. No, I didn't say troll. I, was, I didn't want to say pompous because it's mean. Anyway, the point is you called me pompous, but I didn't call you that. The yeah. point is that that's called, Neil that, that's is called so afraid that the Packers are going to lose tonight that he won't go for the full month that we originally proposed. He only had to keep it at two weeks. Uh, straight up, straight, straight up, up straight with up, the spread up. we were asked. Straight up. I mean, yeah. look, you, you're starting Christian Ponder. Like, you shouldn't be We don't know this. that yet. I think Christian either. Ponder did beat the Packers at Lambeau to get rid of your guys' bye and knock the Bears out of the playoffs once upon a time, as Peter, I recall. I, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I hear all the words you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And what I want to hear from you is, oh, crap, I have to use this Blackberry for two weeks. <laughs> Which is why we have the bet. Okay. So, fair. That's yeah. the bet. It's happening. Uh, this has been the. I, I don't even know what TC is doing on his computer. Actually, he's, watching he's TC use trolling computer, us is what like, he's you've doing. You've never seen like a troll at work. We should just do a video <laughs> of like TC using a laptop to see but what he, it's like. He's a, he's it's a, like a, a window into the mind. A live stream that works. Photoshop he's a, Photoshop session. He's a okay. beneficent troll. He's not an evil troll. Right? <laughs> uh, okay, Ch- chaotic neutral. Uh, somebody's asked mm. me on the video podcast feed. Uh, no, no, we're not doing that. Not we're, for a while. we're doing the single camera thing. Sorry. If you do want to watch, people watching us right now. People are watching us right now. We're live. We are not feeding videos into the feed. Uh, but if you want to watch us on video, you can absolutely just come to these posts and the Look live, the live stream, stream will be there. Yeah. Um, but that was it. That was the Vergecast. It was wonderful having you as always. Liz, you're great. You're here. She's uh, MS cool. Lopato. MS Lopato. P. Tell you, man. We hire people on uh, on Twitter. Twitter feeds alone. It's just a terrible way to hire people, but it worked out this time. Mm. Uh, and that was it. You can leave a comment in the post. You can send us emails. No one really knows where po- Vergecast of the Verge.com goes. Podcast. It goes to Ross Miller. I think it just it. goes to Ross. And we can't change so you it. You can just email Ross directly <laughs> if you'd like. Uh, just a lot of confusing, uh, <laughs> like, archaic systems in place. Uh, and you can also tweet at us, which is probably the best way to get a hold of us, actually. Mm. Wow. Uh, TC's done with Windows 10 on his MacBook. And you can find done. him on Twitter as a Chill Mage. Chill Mage, yeah. Backlon. Uh, I'm reckless, so none of us have good Twitter handles, but this, in, except for Liz, mm-hmm. Ms. Lopato, yeah. which I just figured out, by the way, the other day I was like, what's her first name? What is it? It must really start with an M. And nope. Yeah. You're just... No, it's like if someone's ever like called me and asked me to say like, what's my name? Ms. Lopato. Oh. That's like my personal... Like... <laughs> Liz is like... Alright. Alright, that was it. That was the show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next Thursday at 4.30. Uh, yeah, that's it. Bye.